Hey, welcome to the Mindful Business Coach Podcast with me, Ashley Rainsbarger. I am a multidimensional healer and coach for female entrepreneurs. I use subconscious growth work and quantum healing to help my clients heal old subconscious patterns of sabotage and finally create a life and business they can actually enjoy. The purpose of this podcast is to help you unlearn all the BS rules you've been taught you have to follow in order to have success and happiness in your life and business and relearn how to build trust in your own internal wisdom. Join me for solo episodes, interviews with other amazing mindful entrepreneurs, and real-life coaching sessions to help you build a life and business you can absolutely love. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Mindful Business Coach Podcast. It's me, Ashley, and you are in for a treat today. Uh, You get to listen to the recorded live episode that I did in the Mindful Business Coach group with Ashley Bradley and James Slusser from the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. If this podcast is not on your list, if you're not subscribed to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast, please do so immediately, especially if you love all things weird, all things healing, all things vibration, all things um, aliens. If, if you're into all the cool, weird things like I am, then you need to subscribe to this podcast. I've known Ashley and James for about a year now, and I've just always been so attracted to them, um, both individually and together as this really amazing couple of best friends. When they come together, they have such incredible energy. They are so open. They are so receptive. Um, they're they're down to talking about all the weird things that you just can't talk about with everybody, right? Um, and I was just really interested in, you know, because we talk about this idea of trust and what that means in life and business and what that means in our healing journey and what that means, you know, as we go and create these projects. And, and that can be also a really interesting dynamic Um, an interesting practice to embody in any kind of relationship. And so uh, Ashley and James have this really cool story of, you know, coming together early on. You know, they'll talk about how they they met at the Crab Shack. They both worked at the Crab Shack and then falling apart because they were both going through these incredibly tough things and then coming back together again later. And so I wanted to talk to them about what what that word trust meant to them, what it meant on their journey, what it meant to them as best friends, how they had to trust themselves, how they had to trust each other, um, and really how this amazing podcast came to be. And so this episode Again, it's a live recording, so the audio might not be perfect. Um, there's also a lot of use of the F word. <laughs> if, if you're not you know, into that word, my podcast probably isn't for you either. I don't say it a whole lot, but I, I do drop it there and here and there. Um, but it's just so, it's so fun. It's so funny. It's so full of energy. And it really gets down to what it means to them to really embody this idea of trust in life and business as you work to create something incredible alongside your best friend. And so I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. I think that you'll agree with me that and, and they they believe this too, that, you know, Ashley and James have been together for many, many lifetimes. Um, and I think it's so cool that they have this kind of friendship, they have this kind of bond 
um, and I just can't wait for you to get to know them. I will drop the links to both the podcast and their Facebook group, which is also called the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. I will drop those in the show notes. So if you love their energy and you love this conversation, I hope that you will continue to follow along with their their journey as well. And, you know, if you love to hear me talk about weird things too, which I will do some on this podcast as well, um, just catch me on their podcast because we, we get to talk about some pretty amazing things. I hope that you love this conversation and I will see you on the next episode. Fucking Matrix. <laughs> now I see live. Now I see live. I see live. <laughs> I think we're just operating on different timelines. Time, timelines. Right. Yeah. Am I and my computer just announced you went live? We're, we're live okay, for real. I see lady. us. I see us. Yeah, Yay, we're, we're actually live. live. Yay. <laughs> actually, actually really live. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody. Um well. I'm here. We're going to have a conversation today with Ashley Bradley and James Slusser. Did I say your name right? You did. I was shocked by that. That's some skills, girl. <laughs> um, this is going to be an episode for the Mindful Business Coach podcast. And as I am stepping into like my healing journey and helping you guys um, heal on yours, I couldn't think of like two more incredible people to just talk about that and talk about you know all the fun like spiritual stuff than Ashley and James so I just appreciate you guys so much for being here and for doing this with me that, that made me all giddy that you said that right <laughs> now. <laughs> we were so excited because we got to talk about aliens with you on our podcast yeah. so it's coming full circle <laughs> yeah so we've, we've I mean, we haven't known each other that long. I mean, I say me and Ashley, maybe, maybe a year since, has it been that long since we've been in Nate's group? Yeah. Um, and then when I followed your stuff and I started looking at your stuff and then that's when I saw James and I was like, well, he's really funny. I want to know him. And, <laughs> and that's how we all, and then I was on the podcast and that's how we all kind of came about. I think um, I've known you for many lifetimes, my dear. I many so lifetimes. Yeah. I think so too. Can you guys just tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you're doing? James, do you want to start? You know, I'm you want always me to announce gonna, you. The, the, no, I, I want the divine feminine to lead as it should be. <laughs> Please, my dear, lead. So I actually, I don't even know if you know this, Ashley, like I just claimed business mystic a few weeks ago because I felt like mm-hmm. the intuitive business coach. I'm like, you know, I don't really feel like that's like, vibrationally like galactic <laughs> enough. So I, I kind of claimed it because I I'm really stepping more into like channel and um, business psychic. And it felt like, especially these last few months that like doing business readings has been like a primary focus. And so um, I love um, just working with what I'm calling like my, the modern day healers that are, that are working in their business. I feel like we have like our own differences. And I think that you and I always bonded over similarities that you and I have like similar missions in what we do. Um, but yeah, we, and then the podcast is kind of like, it kind of felt like a separate thing. And for a while I thought it was totally different from, from my business, but I, I think that it's all just our little co-creation projects. And so the spiritual rebels and misfits is the co-creation of James and I, where we just talk about 
all the weird spiritual shit that like we say in our intro that you maybe can't talk about with your family that your husband will saying this from experience kind of give you some weird looks (laughs) and you just kind of lose him and like you need your best friend talk about your possible alien origin and your mission here on earth so that's kind of how the podcast got created. <laughs> a whole, whole bunch of people just shut their computer. Like, oh, they're shit. just like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it funny how like we create things and we do things and we think it's like separate, but it's so connected and it always ends up like working its way together. And it's I just think it's so beautiful how that always happens. Mm, I love that. Yeah, um, I'm James Slusser. You said it perfectly, probably because you got that crazy ass last name as well. Um, <laughs> I, I'm currently in like more on like an altruistic spiritual level right now. I am slowly getting a, my book together. I'm a writer. I am a, a queer activist. Um, a, spiritual rebels and misfits kind of our naughty little child our little brainchild. so i'm so <laughs> glad we get to play every week with my best friend and i get to meet extraordinary people like you both well both ashley's so it's it's been a fun journey i'm excited to talk about various things with you both today yes and i love 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 um for anybody who hasn't come across your podcast yet i love it i think it's amazing it's such just just a really wonderful opportunity to talk about all the weird stuff, all the healing and the aliens and the spiritual thoughts and the channeling and just all that stuff that um, I wish, I mean, and it's, you know, it's, it's getting to be where people are talking about it more, but really in a way that um, you feel like you're not weird. Like we feel like we have like a connection. So I think that what you guys are doing is really cool. And I think that anybody watching should definitely go check that out. Hmm. How is it that, How'd you guys become friends? I think James uh, should start this off. <laughs> um, we, I originally was Ashley's manager. We had a very taboo secret relationship. <laughs> I think you need and to clarify I, this. Everyone no, I'm not going to. That we're married. And then, I, and then we always think that they're going to be like, oh, that's so sad. She doesn't know her husband's gay. Like, I feel bad for that. <laughs> what, what true. They're like always like leading us to tables at restaurants like this bitch doesn't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, I was her manager and she was just this extraordinary, powerful employee. She was a server bartender at the time. And I, I could tell from the day I met her, there was something special about her. And we really started bonding because we wanted to really bring our, the restaurants to like the next plateau. And we were really obsessed about it. And everyone else kind of fucking hated us. But we started bonding over that. And we literally had this level of energy, but we're like, we want to fucking make this Joe's Crab Shack number one, you guys. <laughs> we have this contest that Ashley hand drew of who sells the most crab buckets. And it's our, like, we are going to bring like so much joy to people. Literally, like, but when it's like, in a restaurant where the people for the most part, like 90% are kind of like, they're a little bit annoyed by that level of energy. So it well, started like are, that. And- <laughs> they're all like 20 years old and Ashley and I are like fucking making like crab wheels and shit. It just was crazy, but I got to really see how- we were how- also in our early twenties, like, cause this was like 13, 14, 13 years ago, something like that. We were also in our early or mid twenties. 
Girl, I'm about Slightly to be 40, older. so let's, let's, <laughs> whoa, anyways, let's get back on track. And we just started to have this really big connection and we had like a secret, like, you know, cause it was, we're not supposed to be friends. And, you know, she started to get promoted throughout the company as she should, cause she's just so fucking brilliant. And then, uh, you know, that's, that's how it began. And then there was a lot of trials and tribulations to bring us mm-hmm. to where we are now. Oh yeah. That's what I kind of wanted to go into next is you guys have really been on like a journey, kind of a a process of really healing individually, but also like figuring out like what it meant to heal your relationship. Mm. Um, What's give us a little bit of of what that looked like. Well, I think because we were talking about this a little before we went live, but like the whole twin flame concept, it didn't come into focus until our, we reunited because there was many years, what, 10 years, eight years, something like that, that we didn't speak to each other. And um, the twin flame, it's not like a soulmate, like a romantic partner, but it's very much about like the person that helps you spiritually grow. And they're like your biggest mirror. Like they say, like your soulmate might be your best match, but your, your twin flame is your best mirror. And Mm -hmm they, it kind of has such an intensity. And at times it can kind of piss you off because things about you are completely, um, magnified or mirrored. And like, they'll call you out on your shit. Like they they don't co-sign bullshit. (laughs) And so it can have this intensity to it where you like trigger each other. And I think that when we were both in our more wounded states at the time, like it became a very toxic, like friendship because, we were both just magnifying each other's kind of toxicity or playing it out within the friendship, I'd say. Like, is that how you see it? I think we spotlighted it for each other and it was really, really painful. Um, I know that you just being who you were, just being so amazing, it spotlighted my alcoholism and my shortcomings and everything I was trying to hide and, you know, not to speak for you, but I think that like, I always kind of spotlighted like where you were at with thinking that certain other things were going to fulfill your life besides yourself. So it was like a painful spotlight for one another. I mean, you could say it as well. Like I felt like I was very seeking outward for validation from like men and like relationships. I mean, I worked at Hooters at one point and it's like, there's that part of me that I think wanted to feel that I was loved or wanted some kind of physical attention as well. And, um, to make myself feel more valued or to feel a certain love that I think from my childhood, right. Like that I was always trying to find it externally. And I think that we, he called me on that all the time and I would get fucking pissed. (laughs) We would have these huge fights and blowouts. And then until we had our big, you know, friendship split, you know, I appreciate you guys being vulnerable about that. And I think that a lot of people can relate to that, like having these friendships um, where it does feel maybe even toxic or it feels like it's not working, but it's really just because you are mirroring certain things in each other Um, and that it is possible to, to move through and heal that if both of you are willing to grow. And sometimes that does require that space, like that Mm -hmm. time for like reflection. Um, I know I have friends where I can definitely relate to that. Um, and we're, you know, we're really starting to like embrace talking about healing in this group and on the podcast. And it can be such a, like, like a big, broad kind of term, like heal. What does it mean to heal? (laughs) Right. Um, 
what a, what did the healing like really actually look like for you guys in your relationship and maybe even individually? It's funny that you that we kind of you know came up with this topic, you know, we co-created this right before we went live because I was actually talking to one of my sponsees and those of you that I'm, I am in recovery and a sponsee is someone you walk through the program yourself after you've done your healing and you understand the 12 steps. And I was talking to her about integrity and about how, you know, we watch a lot of movies growing up and we think that like a best friend is someone that like never like lets go and holds on and is there for you through all your bullshit. And I was telling her like, for me, like that's, there's a lot of false, false information behind that because sometimes we have to be like, you know what? I love you, but away with your bullshit. You know, that really, really kicked me off on my own journey of healing. There's a lot of other factors with having people like Ashley, who I love so intensely, intensely be like, you know what? I love you, but like away with your bullshit. And when you're ready to like face it, I'll be here for you. I mean, it wasn't verbalized, but sometimes I, I think we need that in our lives. And so it's just interesting because that was very much our road. We love each other so much. And I, I always say the majority of it was me because I was deep in my alcoholism, but, you know, Ashley has some growing of her own to do. So kind of both of us was like, you know what, you can fuck off with the bullshit when you're ready to get to get real, you know, maybe we'll come back together. And then thankfully the universe did bring us back together. I love that you say that because, you know, like we use the term boundaries a lot, like in coaching, but I always say like boundaries are literally the line between what you want and what you don't want. And we're so afraid to set boundaries because we think that it, you know, people won't love us. They won't accept us. They won't be okay with the boundaries that we've set. But the truth is, is you're, you're allowing that other person to, to have their own boundaries. They're allowing, allowing them an opportunity to respect yours. And it's really an opportunity for them to grow and for them to reflect. And we, we have to give people that opportunity and we have to say yes to what it is that we want to be experiencing in the relationship. Mm, I love that. What about you, I, Ashley? I think reflecting on it and being here with James that like the heat kind of got turned up with where I was at in my personal healing journey when you came back in and it's almost like the universe is kind of like, oh shit, she's diving into sexual trauma now. Like she needs someone that she can fully feel safe with because I think it kind of kicked off like be shortly before I was like diving into coaching because it's like, you can't necessarily be trained to be a coach, to be coached the whole time during your like process and not like look at yourself in deep ways. So I felt like I had so many oh shit moments of like self-awareness as I was like, going on that path. And then I don't really know exactly what kicked it off, but I feel like, like the, one of the intense moments of it. And I feel like it kind of goes in those waves that it's like, it's, we're always on a healing journey, but around the time of reconnecting with James, like I had just like started to, to see that my sexual trauma, um, uh, was, coming to the surface through the, the me too movement and that there was things that I had buried in shame and like, just having that awareness that like, Oh, I'm not willing to talk about it. Well, I haven't even told my husband or my mom, you know, about what happened to me. Like I'm carrying it in that much shame. And so like, for me, James was the person always that like, I was my full self with, I cannot even try to like, not be real. We both can see right through that shit. And so I, so needed him to like be there and ask me questions or to point things out to me to like, really, I think, um, 
get me to stay with that journey and the discomfort of it and to not let it, you know, with having kids and family to be something that I just like put on a shelf and didn't look at for a long time. So that was an intense part. I feel like the spiritual closet, the first time of doing cards and then another layer of like healing a narcissistic relationship with my mother and the channeling piece and all of that with my husband. It's like, there's fucking been a lot of like healing over this last year as well. That has been like really heavy. Like, I think I've just, I'm like coming out of another really intense cycle of it. So, and I'm sure I'll have another intense cycle of it (laughs) when it's time to up level again. But it, um, yeah, I just really feel like he like holds me there longer than I want to stay (laughs) oftentimes. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) But I I think that really for me, you know, I I do peek in on what you're doing with your group and I think it's amazing. So I don't, I hope this doesn't speak out of term of like where you guys are like, but for me, what I love about my relationship with my best friend is healing. It needs to be messy and it needs to be dark and you need to touch those shadows and you need to embrace those shadows. And a, a lot of the, and this is part of the reason we started the podcast, because we want to talk real talk and a lot of the spiritual world, like wants to keep everything like safe and like embrace the light and like that toxic positivity. <laughs> and, <laughs> and with, with Ashley, it's like, we, we get real with each other and we get ugly and we call each other out. And I think that's what a real healing relationship is about like get fucking ugly look at it it ain't pretty and if you want to get pretty you better look at it real deep and really understand it it's really beautiful that you guys have that kind of relationship i think um that can be you can be scary to be willing to have that kind of relationship um what what did it look like for you guys to like reconnect like how did you know that it was time and that you both were ready (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, oh. so okay I'll, I'll go first because uh, I think it's really funny so you know I, I am in recovery uh, you know I was about eight nine months in recovery when I had started the men's process and in the men's process I try to like respect the program I'm in because there's a lot of anonymity behind it but uh, I had come to the part where it was a men's and you write at the men's and you go over it with your sponsor and Ashley's name of course was on there and I talked in depth with my sponsor about it. And a lot of events are just to reach out for people and like find them and write letters. And talking to my sponsor, Ashley was the only name on there that said, if you're meant to reconnect with this person, the universe will bring you back together. God will bring you back together. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, you know, I was like, you know, that's going to be rough to really mend those fences. And I'm not shitting you. It was like two weeks later. Like, and I'll let her tell her side of the street on this, but two weeks later, Ashley had friend requested me on Facebook and it, it kicked off our reunion. That's so cool. <laughs> and I definitely feel like the universe was keeping us close because he was working at the time at the Red Robin that was within 10 minutes driving of my house and that a center that we commonly frequented because it's like a really big, you know, one of those shopping centers with everything in it. And we've actually, after we reconnected, we ran into each other randomly before. So it's like really interesting how we were living so close. Um, but I would go and check on his Facebook at times, like during our separation. And I would look at what he was writing. And there were several times where I was like, 
nope, like things haven't changed here. <laughs> this is still, this isn't really feeling in alignment for the, the people I want to invite into my life. And then at some point I checked in and I was like, wow, like his energy feels different. He was talking about like healing and spirituality and like, you know, celebrating his, I think it might've been like shortly after you had one year of sobriety. And I was like, I could just see that there was like such a commitment to your healing and, um, your energetically, I felt like you just felt so different to where it felt harmonious again. And I couldn't help, but be like, wow, I miss, I miss my best friend. You were spiritually turned on admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. All right. <laughs> I, love I love every minute of it. <laughs> I'm always talking about like I'm always talking about the word trust and like what that means and how I think like I really like from my perspective think trust is a huge aspect of healing. I mean, because we have to learn to build that inner trust within ourselves. We have to learn to build that trust like with other people. And we have to be willing to like create this connection of trust with our higher power. And I think that has everything to do with business. I mean, because business is like this crazy spiritual trusting, like up and down all over the place kind of journey. Um, what is like trust what is like trust in the projects and the business that you guys kind of do together? What, what does that journey look like for you to build that trust? You know, I'm always going to wait for you to go first. I don't know why you're doing this awkward pause. <laughs> Cause I see you have like a little smirk. And so I'm just like anticipating what you're going to say next. Okay. Well then I will go first. Thank you. Um, it's funny that you say that because, you know, I was really pushing Ashley to like do like a show or a podcast like over and over for, it was a good year. Like I remember I, like recently on Facebook, like a memory popped up and it, I had like put on my Facebook, like I'm trying to get Ashley Bradley to like do her own podcast. And like, everyone's like chiming in. So I was really, really pushing her to do it. And honestly, it was, you know, when, when COVID and then especially when, you know, Black Lives Matter, like it had gotten the real wind under its sails and we we're really struggling apart to like really like grapple what was going on that we decided to do it because I kept trying to get her to do it. And at first I was always really afraid to offend her brand because she's worked so hard on like putting together her amazing business that I would like kind of like very like I would tiptoe around it and try to be like overly polite like you see how I'm talking now but like at first I wouldn't I wouldn't be my most authentic self because I wanted to respect everything she had worked so hard for and it was until we had a few conversations she's like where she was like you know fucking do it you know like what are you fucking doing like I didn't ask you to come on here and be like a spokesperson like be your fucking self that I think that we felt a light in our conversations with other people would you agree with that? Yeah. And I think it's interesting that I don't like right now, the podcast to me feels more like a fun project. Like if anything, it's like, we're still in the place with it where it, like I'm, it costs me money and I don't make any money from the podcast. <laughs> and I think it's well, like, it's definitely trust, right. Like trusting that it's yeah. where you want it to grow. So yeah, I think that like we definitely have a vision for it that started very purely, but then at the same time, I think that we realized that like 
this is a big thing. And it's always challenging as well. Cause you know, when you have kids and my husband feels like I just am playing, like doing readings or talking with my best friend for our podcast, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, this is a real fucking thing, but at the same time, it is really fun. And it does feel like play, but that's like most of my approach to all business, honestly. Um, but it does, I feel like it didn't, it was an easy yes. Like I just knew, I think what I trusted in is that I wasn't supposed to do it by myself. And I was like holding out until he said yes. And so it was a year, year and a half until I told him I'm not doing it alone. Like I know that we're supposed to do this together. And, um, I, there definitely was trust in that aspect of it. And like, not always looking from like a bottom line standpoint, because I can't always explain why this is a good move. I just intuitively know, well, this is just what we're supposed to do. These are the messages that we're supposed to bring. And the universe will sort of like guide us, you know, to the next steps if, if it wants to grow. So, yeah, exactly. And that can be like, so scary. Cause like your logical brain. Right. And I think maybe I, I know, like, I feel like me and Ashley are definitely this way. Like the logical brain wants to have everything in order and it wants to make sure like I understand the big picture and this is going to work out in these steps but really like fully like trusting that intuition and that like intuitive hit um it means like you do it even though you don't know exactly what's going to happen and how that's going to work out and Mm -hmm. like what you said about it being fun like like we think I think sometimes we start out business thinking, well, this is serious and I got to make money. And if it's fun, then it's probably not working. <laughs> right. But yeah, but really like, that's like where like the, the good energy comes into business is when we are allowing ourselves to like play and have fun and just tap into like that creative inspiration and business can be like so much more productive that way. Totally. And I think also that I'm starting to see that you know how people would do like the, the mystery schools, you know, and, and there's those modern day mystery schools that are stepping back in. I'm starting to realize that like, that for many, like, especially for those that are healers, that the initiate, the path of initiation and when their awakening happens, it's like, they know that there's a business associated with it because in this 3d reality that we live in, it's not possible to just be a healer where the community is supporting you and someone's giving you food. Like, I feel like that's how I think of like the oracles of Delphi, that they were probably just supported by the community to go do all of their healing magic. But in this version of our world, as of today, for us to do it at that level and as, and share our message at the level that we want to, and as often as we want to, I do think that it's like, it usually it leads to a business and it's, it does really feel like that path of kind of walking through like a lot of scary things, like really having things face us that, um, we didn't, we didn't expect. We just thought it's kind of like the fool card in tarot, like, Oh, I'm going to make money and it's going to be so fun. And then it really does like, it is a path of healing. And I think that if it's looked at as this, like sacred path of initiation that we are spiritually up leveling and healing as we're growing our business. And I just really like to think about it like that. Cause it feels, I don't know, just more intriguing than just like random tasks of posting on Facebook and making offers, you know, I love the way that you put that. And I think too, like the struggle and cause there is struggle, right? We experience struggle and that's like, that's a part of the healing. Like having to go through that, having to learn those lessons, having to experience what we're experiencing so that we 
um, can more allow the fun, like more allow the joy, right? Like it doesn't have to, yes, there will be struggle, but we, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be horrible. It doesn't have to be terrible. It doesn't, you know, even when we experience really hard things, we can look at it from a perspective of like, what is this teaching me? Right. Completely, completely. Awesome. And I got to say, like, you know, I became friends with you, Ashley. Is it is your last name? I think it's all right. I came yes. friends with you after we did the podcast <laughs> together. And I got to say, like, whatever you're doing lately, girl, like, I, I love how meaty like your community has become like there's so much content in there and it's so much meatier. And I, I think when you do the healing and you do like you get into the trust work that you're doing right now, that's when like, you know, it may not seem like it's going to take wings, but it's so much more substantial and it's giving back to this universe. And it's really, so I just want to applaud you both on like delivering meaty content. Cause I'm friends with a lot of the people that own businesses. And sometimes I just look at them like, Hmm, you're real desperate today, you know? And with you, like with both of you, it's like you're delivering content from the heart and it, it's beautiful to watch. And I got to say from d just doing the podcast, you know, I, I still work my nine to five, 40 hour, like stressful job doing the podcast, like connecting with people and watching their own healing. And you're probably experiencing this a lot too, Ashley, are and like for them to like feel brave, to like embrace who they are. It's been one of like the biggest treats of my life overall, bigger than a paycheck, you know, bigger than like, you know, a certain amount of equity or anything like that. It's been just beautiful to make those soul connections with people. Yes. I love that because that's what it's for, right? Like that is the purpose. That is the point. Like we think that we're trying to achieve like these outcomes and these like tangible things, but really we're just going for the experience of it. We're just going for the fun of it. We're going for the joy of it. We're going for like the fulfillment. And I think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit when we're, you know, because we're measuring it against money and success and stuff. We don't give ourselves enough credit for what we're experiencing, for what we're creating already. Like, because it's a, it's, you know, success is, is more than the money. The money is great and wonderful and helps you have those experiences, but also what good is the money? if you're not feeling it, right? Like if you don't feel good about what you're doing and who you're impacting and the fun that you're having. I agree. And, and from being an observer, I know like a lot of really successful people, it's the people that just trust that feeling that they're contributing to the universe that like the universe always jumps in and fills in the blanks, you know, in my own life too, fills in the blanks, be it like money, be it shelter, be it like the universe always jumps in and fills the, the blanks when you surrender to what you're supposed to be doing. And like it says behind you, like the trust factor. And it, and I just love watching it in both of you. It's just, it's a treat. One thing that I, I love to do is just to remind other people like that listen to me and, and are in the group and on the podcast that you know, I'm not perfect. I'm so far from perfect. And my clients are so far from perfect. Like we all have these wins and these awesome things, but we're all also struggling with something. You know, we're all also always going to be going on the healing journey. Um, so I always wonder um, if, if you guys are willing to be just a little vulnerable, what is something either you're struggling with together or something you're struggling with a little bit personally on your own? I would say... The channeling piece of it has like 
been a real thing that's like rocked my relationship. And I think that I kind of like stepped up into a new frequency when I owned that. And like, whenever you're with another person, whether it's your, your romantic partner or a friendship, like there's a new energetic agreement that has to happen between those people. And this one did feel like a big one because I think it wasn't like holding these spiritual gifts or these healing modalities as something separate from me, but being like, this fucking is me. And this is who I am and not like backing away. Like I, I remember seeing in these conversations with my husband that I'm like, I don't go back in the box. And there was some hard ones. Like, you know, like, I feel like he is not necessarily spiritual. He's not necessarily somebody that, um, is, you know, a per- like he'll, he'll, you know, talk, he'll say the word manifesting or, you know, you know, vibration at times, but, I think it's been like a different leap for him and that's an adjustment. And so we're still in that like awkward place of like adjusting to the frequencies. Um, and I see him like getting a reading, you know, from somebody and like, kind of, he's like, she didn't have like a crystal ball or anything. It was really regular. And I'm like, fuck, I was like, do you even know what I do? You know, <laughs> what are you envisioning that I do. And so, um, a pendulum <laughs> but it's different like I feel like he like I kind of like stand back and I'm like I think I'm I don't feel like that sense of like worry I just feel like oh like this has to play out and I just need to be present and I do feel like proud of how I'm like holding it uh, that like I'm just like he needs to like work through this on his own and I don't need to influence him I can speak like where I'm at you know I can sort of ask for what helps me feel supported. But I think there's just like been a lot of different things that are surfacing around us and like what adjustments we need to make to be a strong, like nurturing couple to each other post kids as well, because I feel like the kid thing, oh my God, like that completely rocked like our relationship. And so it's like that mixed with like, I fucking um, channel like light beings and um, (laughs) my business and it's going to be very public. So yeah, this is what I'm doing. And um, yeah, I think that that's probably one of the biggest ones that is very present for me and has been for like the last few months, I'd say. Thank you. Mm Well, for me personally, and I think because you you both deal with a lot of amazing women, for me, it's really understanding that because you don't reach a certain, because you reach a certain age, your story is not done with yet. And that's, you know, men go through it too, you know, and I'm going to be the big 4-0 in June. And, you know, I spent 20 years of my life in the bottle you know, and I've spent the last almost four years out of it, but like, you know, the human part of me, I, and I think Susan Grau, like we had on the show, she was talking about you, you're, you're born with grief, you're born with the grief, like you're born with the, the, the ailment of being human. So I think we all have that. And then it's been integrated into us by society. That if you reach a certain age and you haven't done it yet, your story's written and like you're done. And like, you just better accept a simple life and kind of like hope you marry someone and like, you know, save your, your pennies and clip cans and shit. And it's really for me facing the fear that like, just because I'm 40, like my story's not done yet and I can still create. And it doesn't mean like I need to be like some big magnificent star or like, you know, even a best-selling author, but like I can still create 
and my story's just getting started. So that's the, the I guess the fear I'm walking through, but I, I believe that fear can turn into a triumph in, in recovery. We talk a lot about how your test becomes your testimony. So I'm really trying to put that into to motion right now. Mm-hmm. What about you? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just always constantly, and thank you for asking, I'm just always constantly, and we talked about this a little bit, um, feeling like I'm going through like an, an, like an up level. And, I, and I've experienced like a lot of self-judgment about that. Like, starting off as a health coach and moving into mindset coaching and then moving into like really embracing the healing and the the spiritual work um, and bringing my clients, bringing my group, bringing everybody with me. Um, And, and I really have struggled with a lot of self-judgment there. I think a lot of it is healed, but I think that it always comes up and it always comes up in a new layer. Um, But what I kind of realized recently was that, um, and, and I talked about this, I think on the last podcast is that, we, I mean, we are multi-dimensional humans, right? Like there are all these different layers of us. There is mind, body, and soul. And so like, I, I, I noticed like, oh, like I went through the body stuff. Like when I was doing the health coaching, I went through the mind stuff when I was doing the mindset coaching and I still integrate all that stuff. And, and now like, I'm really stepping into like the soul part of it. So it's been like, like this kind of perfect journey. Um, but it's still a process of just owning it and like accepting it and knowing that it's again, trusting that it's happening perfectly. So you you should be proud of that shit, girl. You're evolving. A lot of people don't evolve and they just stay in the same and no one likes to watch that shit. You're a Pokemon girl. You're evolving. Yeah. (laughs) I relate to that though, because Mm -hmm. Like, especially like last June, like I like cleared the decks to like reroute. And I was just like, and that was really hard because I realized, and I realized lately as well that I'm like, oh, I've attached so much of my value based on like how much money I bring or how much, how successful Mm -hmm. I am in my business. And that's really hard to look at and to like feel and um, to realize that like, even though I've intentionally been like, no, I'm only working with these kinds of clients. No, we're not doing that anymore. And I'm in like an intentional place of like pausing and reflecting before I move forward. Like I noticed that, oh, like I go through these things of questioning my worth or my value or how much Mm -hmm. I should charge for something because I happen to not have clients at that time. And I'm like, it, it makes no logical sense. And I always have this story that I'm starting over. Oh, I'm yeah. starting over. I'm like starting from ground zero. And it's like, <laughs> I pulled a card that was saying like, oh, like you're at a higher level now that it's like a spiral up and you're looking down and you didn't lose all of that. It's not like I lo- lost that knowledge or that network or anything, but like I've, I go through the same shit and it feels at times like I probably will go through it again like but I just want to be more aware of like reinforcing my value separate from money or business because I'm with you on that for sure that is really cool thank you um what advice do you guys have for other entrepreneurs who are working on just building that trust factor in their life and business (laughs) <laughs> I just talked though so there's a flow going here <laughs> I always am gonna put you 
I'm always going to pause to, um, well, I can't speak like entre entrepreneur wise. I mean, for me, it's kind of funny, like listening to, to you both, like being on a spiritual journey when it comes to recovery, it has to be about constant expansion for, for me. And really, you know, in the program, it talks about like we have uh, those who failed to enlarge their spiritual lives. And they're talking about who those who are bound to relapse. And I guess for business, it can be those who failed to like really bloom is I have to constantly be enlarging my spiritual life. And I have to constantly be learning new things and looking for new aspects of myself to heal, looking uh, for new aspects of people to help, uh, looking at how I can be of service in this world is a huge thing for me. And I, I think when you think business-wise, I think it applies. It all applies to a business as well. Like, how can you serve your community bigger and wholer, you know, and how can you, and you're both doing it. Like, how can I expand? How can I go from being just this one little niche to many, you know, multitudes of niches? So if, if I was going to give an entrepreneur advice, little of me, it would be constant expansion and, learning and healing and embracing and going for challenges not shrinking away from challenges i think that's beautiful advice because that's constantly what we're doing and i you know i gotta say like if i'd started business my business from that space it probably would have you know it would have been a little easier it would have been more expansive it would have been it would have been more open for me, but I started, <laughs> I started before the spiritual journey and had to grow, <laughs> but I think that's beautiful advice for entrepreneurs. Thank you. And being a coach and being a sponsor, like I've seen behind the scenes that there's so much similarities and it's kind of like he's coaching people for free <laughs> because I think I can just see the, the parallels of it that like he probably doesn't realize, but, um, yeah, like trust and business have, I feel like for me, been a part of it from the beginning, from like quitting my job three weeks after I got married and not telling my husband because I knew <laughs> in that moment that it was time. I think I'm a, kind of a pain in the ass. I like, I, I, I oh, really? I'm like, I remember <laughs> this story. I was like, let's be honest that I'm a pretty, like, I kind of know what I want kind of partner. And that's kind of a, you know, a challenge for yeah. <laughs> my husband, right. Or my best friend. But, um, <laughs> there was so much trust in that. Or even like when I was like, man, I had my recruiting business at the same time of my coaching business. And then there was just this intuition of like, I know that it was time to, to leave. Like, and so a few years ago, there was no outward proof. And it was like, I just, knew that it was time and mentally I was like ready and I could see it. And it, it actually was like I, within a month, you know, it, it, I was done with it. And I think even with this last layer of like trusting myself more and like, like there was just a lot of intuition around, like, you know, we're integrating all these different parts of ourselves. Like we're, we are all these different archetypes. We're not this one identity, you know, that we've, you know, we think that we are, the multidimensionality of us. And it's been like really trusting myself enough, I think, to like love those parts of me, to love all of them and and to let them all come out of the closet fully and to show up that way and and to trust that like I'm gonna let that lead my business direction, not like my mind. Like and just continue like I was saying today that I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm almost gonna channel this next 
like business focus. You know, I feel like there's some, some divine feminine, like business partners that are coming in from spirit to like co-create. And that I think for me, just like trusting that I don't have to have it all figured out and that it doesn't have to be hard, like that that's what I'm really trusting in right now. And um, yeah, I think I was telling you that I claim today that I'm like, I'm not going to do one-on-one coaching anymore. I'm like the end of April I'm done. And my membership is like kind of new and it's a little bit scary, but I just, it feels really good. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to trust that feeling that this is what Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do. And energetically I'm committing to it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let's do this. (laughs) That's incredible. I think that's incredible. You guys are amazing. This is, it's always like so fun to talk to you. And I just appreciate you so much for being here and just sharing some of your, your magic and your wisdom with us. Thank you. Well, I hope you come and play over our podcast too, because you are so much fun and so insightful. And I got to be like, honest, like when you first came on the podcast, I was like, oh, do I got to play it safe with this bitch? And then you started talking. <laughs> I was like, oh yes, like it's, it's another one of us. It's a rebel for sure. So thank you for that energy that you bring. I am calm, but I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mysterious kind. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Um, Ash. I appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. Where is it that listeners can go if they want to more connect more with you guys? I would say our podcast page. um, We're on the the major podcast platforms as Spiritual Rebels and Misfits. And then we do have a, a Facebook community where we like interact and we talk and we let people know about our upcoming topics, but we do, we do record live. So we actually do have, well, people that happen to watch this live can come and watch us at five o'clock. It's always five o'clock on Fridays in our group that we go live. Um, and so we try to make it like really interactive and our guests like ask our people ask questions to our guests. So I would just say like, that's our, the place to find us for sure. Awesome. Yeah. It's such a fun place to be. I love it. Yeah, we're on Spotify and Apple and all that shit, but I I have the most fun doing this when it's live and people can't, like, God, people, when they pour their hearts out or ask really insightful questions, far better than I was going to ask. I I love that kind of interaction. So, yeah, Facebook's 5 p.m. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I will drop the link um, to, to that in the comments below. And if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be in the show notes. Um, I appreciate you guys and I'll see you. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye. And I'll come on your podcast again. Anytime. Anytime. Yes. (laughs) Many times. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Are you curious how subconscious growth work and quantum healing can help you level up in life and business? Or are you interested in learning how to do the healing work with your clients? Then I encourage you to reach out. Visit my website at themindfulbusinesscoach.net to book your free, no pressure conversation, or just come hang out with us in the Mindful Business Coach Facebook group. Until then, keep on trusting and don't forget to journal on it.